Hey guys, and welcome back to A Penny for Your Thoughts, the podcast where we explore the inner workings of the human brain. I'm your host, Maida Schoenvog, and I had a really fun time recording an episode with my sister a couple episodes ago, so I brought her back for a second round. So the idea for this episode sort of came to me when I was recording my New Year's resolutions episode earlier this month. Um, You should go check it out. I loved recording that episode. But basically, one of my biggest New Year's resolutions is to read 100 books this month. Same. And I don't really have an accountability system because Viva wasn't really into books and reading last year, but... I guess the new year has changed her, and I'm really happy because um, the plan is for us to record a sort of review rating like episode. Yeah, like a, I don't know, a summary sure. of our reads. So this episode will sort of be our January books, our reads for this month. Um, also, I'm going to say this right now because I don't want to offend anybody. There are definitely going to be major spoilers. Um, that's the whole plan to do ratings and so, reviews. Like, go away if you don't So want if you do things. want to, if you do have a couple books in mind that you do want to read, um, you should probably, this is not the episode for you. Um, so yeah, that is all. Okay, so as of right now, we're filming this on the 25th, um, but as of right now, I've read eight books. Um, I've read ten books. And I, my goal is to read like eight or nine a month, because if you multiply and do the math, you can get, you know, a hundred. But I think that I had a lot of really good books. My main thing is that I I reread a couple books, so I want to try avoiding that in the future just because I want to expose myself to more content but I think do you want to do the ratings out of five or out of ten out of five perfect okay out of ten doesn't really no one really does okay so people what was the first book that you read this okay the first book I read was the unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren and um it was okay like I rated it a three out of five because I don't know man Okay, so here, for those of you who don't know about the Unhoneymooners, um, basically, it's about two enemies who are on the Hawaiian trip of a lifetime, and it's an enemies to lovers, which I really like, so when I read this last year, I gave it a solid 4 out of 5. Um, See, I, I like the beginning and the end. Okay, can I just talk about the end really quick? Okay, <laughs> so the beginning, I don't know, the beginning was good, I guess. It was just the background information. And the middle was cute. That was, like, the main part, obviously. I just, I don't know, enemies to lovers. I, I like it. It's just, I don't usually pick them up that much. But anyways, the end, the end, okay, spoilers, but the main character's sister gets cheated on in, like, the last 20 pages, and it was crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I like this book. It's just... I don't know, man. The cover was kind of ugly. So my first read was also, um, I wanted to let you guys know that me and Viva both read a mixture between regular books, like physical books and audiobooks. So um, I found that the audiobooks were a lot easier for me to get through. Yeah, what about same. you? Because I could do it like while I was doing other stuff. Right, right. So um, my first book was a physical book. Yeah, I actually own this book, book because like I own this book and I think that's um, essential for me personally because like me and Viva have also read like some of my reads are from our like public library so this one I actually own and I got it not because I've read it before but because um people hyped it up and I thought it was actually um very overrated honestly 
Um, people said it was a 5 out of 5. It was an amazing read. Um, I honestly gave it a 3. It's not a horrible book. I just think that if it wasn't so overhyped, I might have liked it a lot more. Um, and the book I'm talking about is Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. And you should actually keep her name in your mind because I did read um, another one of her books. And that book was really good. I mean, I'm currently reading it, it, actually. Um, oh, but oh, we'll oh. get to that later. Okay, can I just start off? By saying something really yeah. quick. Okay, I started reading better th- than the movies, and um, I I kind of liked it, but I only got like a third through, but because I had a bunch of other books to read. But right. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna finish it later this year. Right. So basically, better than the movies is supposedly like when I went into reading this, um, everyone said it was like a love letter to romantic comedies. It was like perfect for anyone who wanted like the fairy tale, the romantic sort of story. Like a rom-com. Yeah, like a rom-com. But basically, it follows the story of Liz Buxbaum, and she is... What? <laughs> My last name's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, she is um, obsessed with romantic comedies after her mom died. And basically, it's her and her um, partner. What's it called? Your interest? I don't know. Yeah. But the person she was destined to get with um, since the very beginning was Wes Bennett. And he is actually like her next door neighbor. Like they, they were enemies. Yeah, it's another enemies to lovers. Um, and surprisingly, I normally love enemies to lovers, but I thought this was like a solid three. Um, it did... It was- it was a slow burn. It was very like, slow. Was like, very slow. the people still weren't together by the 300s, and the book ended, like, with them. Ma- when did they get together? They didn't. Like, they didn't. They never made it official, I don't think. Girl, what? That's crazy. But it was, like, implied throughout the book. Uh, okay, so my second book was an audiobook of Icebreaker, and this book traumatized me. Um, <laughs> there was no plot. The only plot, like, it, it was smut. That was it. Um, I think they banged too much. Uh, the characters, I hated them. Ezra pissed me off. But let me just premise the book. So basically, there's this hockey player and this um, ice skater, figure skater person. And they start hating each other at the beginning of the book because there's this, like, dilemma. Also, I think you can sort of, like, get a feel that um, me, because I originally put this audiobook on hold. Um, I love Enemies to Lovers, but I guess Viva doesn't feel the same. No, it's just, I, I usually do. It's just, this it, there was no plot. Like, there mm-hmm. actually wasn't. No, like, I, I put it on hold because of the rate, like, the ratings. Yeah, everyone liked and it. And I knew that it was going to be, like, on the, like, spicier side of books. But I, there wasn't a lot of plot the to cover it. looks so innocent, too. So, basically, this <laughs> ice rink melts because of, like, this the hockey players. So, the figure skater starts hating the, on the hockey player. And then they start liking each other. But there was, there was no plot. Like, there were no plot twists. There was nothing. It was just smut. Like, yeah. 20 pages in, they were already, like, banging in a taxi. The taxi scene was crazy. That was wild. It was wild. But, yeah. Yeah, anyways. I rated um, it, it a three because... Yeah, me I too. Know, I feel like it It had potential. It definitely It did. had potential. Like, I... It was cute. It was... Bro, I it was, feel like it was a just, food critic. For real. It, like, it had potential. It did, though. Like, I liked... But it was horrible. I liked some of the characters. Like, <laughs> like... You know, they didn't piss me off too much. Right. I know I said that at the beginning, but I I, I take that back. back. Like, it had p- potential. It's just, it, you know, just, right. I don't know, man. But know. anyways, um, that was also my second read. I gave read. it a three. Yeah, because, me too. Because, I don't know. <laughs> but that was the only book I think we shared in common in terms of, like, when we read it. Yeah. Um, I finished it on the 7th. Yeah, I read it yeah. before her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my third book was actually a reread. I think I read this, like, 
a couple years ago it definitely wasn't last year but it's the song of achilles um it is a i don't know if it's a historical fiction but it is set um during the trojan war and it follows the story of two different boys patrocles and obviously achilles um and it is by madeline miller and i rated it a four because it is a decent book um it's not really enemies to lovers but i really love historical fictions in general because it like takes you to a completely different um setting and time um and you don't get a lot of like queer books that are well written because normally they're like over the top they're like i don't know they just don't write queer characters as good anymore but i think she did a really good job um like writing the characters in terms of dialogue and she said it in the time period so the way they would speak and the language they used wasn't of our time because I know that Lynn Painter does that a lot she like talks about side-eyeing and she talks about like oh things that people she literally do literally said like period or something right like, like I mean I understand down. I understand her audience is like people my age like but teenagers it's crazy how you're gonna be like 40 and saying this stuff right like, that's so i wild. think that that was the biggest thing also, for me can i say something really quick okay yes. lynn painter she says a really funny thing she says holy balls in like every single one of no her literally books, so i funny. noticed that too but anyways keep talking um but yeah that's i really like this book um but it was a reread so yeah okay so my third book was another book by lynn painter it was um do over and I'm like better than movies. I it's actually the do-over. Oh, the do-over. It doesn't say the on the cover, though. Yes, so. it does. So basically, the do-over is a library book, and um, the the scanning the barcode is at the very top, and Viva's been saying the title wrong from the very beginning. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> so basically, there's this... I think the plot was pretty creative-ish. So um, there's this girl named... I forgot her name. Emily, but it's spelled weird. Anyways, so Emily, she have valentine's day and her boyfriend like cheats on her and then she goes to bed and then valentine's day it like, just keeps repeating it repeats over and over again and then when she right. realized that the day is repeating over and over again she had like this um day of no consequences where she just like lives life really good because the next day it'll obviously yeah and again. this includes getting a tattoo kissing a, a strange boy in chemistry his name's nick actually we love I nick it was noah it is i thought it was nick it nick, nick sparks noah? Oh, it is nine one one. Okay, and but then yeah. and then so like they like they start like hanging out at the beginning of the book, and but on this little day of no consequences, she when she goes back to sleep, she wakes up and she realizes that it's February fifteenth, and right. um the day actually didn't repeat. So now, yeah, um, I. Also, really like I want to say that the book, for me personally, it was a fast read, but because yeah. of because I have so many other things, Viva kept talking to me about it because I've literally yeah, been reading I this finished... book for like a week, and she's always like, Mayda, are you done with the do-over yet? And I'm like, no, I'm still reading it. I finished this book in two days. Like, I could have finished this in two hours if I really wanted. It was super fast Right, no, and she I spent like, a week on this. No, actually, I'm still reading this, but I'm going to give my rating right now because I'm only like 20 pages away from the end, but I will. <laughs> We'll update you guys if there are any big things but yeah i really do love this book it i gave it a four out of five just because um i don't know i felt a little bored in the middle because like the really was repeating i gave it a five. Oh, i gave it a four because i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was my third read 
or fourth. I don't actually remember. Okay, so um, recently I've been getting into memoirs, and my fourth book was a really, really well-written one called Crying in H-Mart, and it's a memoir by Michelle Zahner, and um, she's a Korean-born American. Um, does that make sense? Korean-born American? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but she... I'm also the child of immigrants, so it's like it kind of hit home specifically because she was talk. She was born in a mixed family. Her dad's white, her mom's Korean, and the memoir is sort of the journey of her mom's cancer story and how exactly that affected her, because she was born in a predominantly like white society and she was like the only person who looked Korean. And when she went to Korea, because she had those mixed features and she had like she didn't have a monolid, she was viewed as like gorgeous in Korea and she realized that once her mom died once her mom um you know once cancer took over she was like she felt very disconnected from the Korean side of her because she could barely speak the language she couldn't cook the food and those were two of the main things that she thought associated her with the culture with her heritage so I thought it was really really good I did cry like 15 mm -hmm. pages in and I don't know if it was like I had a bad day, oh but it was, it was so good. I loved that she book. She was like three chapters in, and she started bawling her eyes Right, out. no, it was so good. It was so funny. So yeah, I highly, I gave that a five. <laughs> um, I've never read a memoir, but we did have to read Night by um, Ellie Wiesel by, um, in school. So I don't think that counts because school books are never good. I've never found mm. that school books. Um, like we had to read The Fault in Our Stars in sixth grade. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have to talk about it right after. <laughs> yeah. So basically this was the first memoir that I've actually enjoyed. Um, but Viva, you can say your spiel. Okay. Honorable, not so honorable mention, The Fault in Our Stars. I've never wanted to erase a book from my memory more than I have with this book. Okay, so I DNF'd it, like, 70% That in. means did not finish. Obviously. No, like, what if they don't know? Oh, well, yeah, it means did not finish. So, um, I, I didn't finish it, obviously, at, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, my second or third book. Second book. But, um, basically, it's about this girl who has cancer and this other guy that has cancer, and they fall in love, but... I think the girl, I don't want to be mean, but she likes poetry, and I know that's not a problem, it's just she's a weird kid, and so is the other guy, and I think the guy, the other guy is kind of a creep, like the love interest, oh. he is such a creep, he started staring at her, like, like, girl. Dude, but like, that's what people do. Well, I don't care, he, he like, he like, stated it too, he's like, you're so beautiful, I love staring at you, like, girl. Oh. He's so real. And, he's so weird, because he, he likes metaphors or whatever, and he smokes cigarettes without actually lighting him. Like, he just oh, keeps yeah, them in, in his the mouth. airplane. Like, you're not funny, you're not cool. Yeah. Just, just, what? And then, they like, flew over to this author that, like, this poetry author that she liked, mm -hmm. and he was kind of a douchebag, so... He started comforting her or whatever. Um, and then they started falling in love. And then I DNF'd it because it was so boring. I wanted to fall asleep, like, during all of the book. And the characters, oh my goodness, I hated the characters. <laughs> People, what? And, yeah. So, since you've made it halfway through the episode, I thought it would be a great time to thank Audible for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> 
Um, if you haven't heard of Audible, it is an audio entertainment platform, and they offer an incredible selection of audiobooks across any genre. Um, you can also discover exclusive Audible originals from top celebrities, renowned experts, and exciting new voices in audio. As a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, and you can also get full access to a growing selection of included audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts. So, by using my link, www.audibletrial.com slash APFYT, you can grab yourself a 30-day free trial um, and support me while doing so. So, yeah, time to get back to the episode. Okay, so, next up, my fourth book of the year. Um, so, I read an audiobook, um, If He Had Been With Me, and I read it because, like, I don't know, it was pretty, like, popular a couple years ago, so, um, yeah, but anyways, it's, like, a childhood friends to lovers, but, um, it, like, I don't know, the ending is kind of sad, obviously, from the cover, but, um, I, I personally, I gave it a two out of five because, yeah, I gave it a three. It was, it was kind of, it wasn't sad. Like, I, I don't want to be mean or nothing, but I did not cry. Because the ending felt kind of rushed. And I did not like the main character. Because why was she wearing tiaras to school? <laughs> what, why, are we, why are we doing all that? And, like, I don't know. Her friends were, I don't know, like, make better friends. But, yeah. Because her best friend literally cheated with her boyfriend. Um, so... That was that was fun, but yeah, that book it, it it left me depressed for the end of the day for like the day I read it. But like, it wasn't like that sad because like, yeah. Okay, so my um fifth book was I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. She plays Sam in Sam and Cat, and I've read this before. I think I read this two years ago, maybe last year. I'm not sure when it came out, but I knew I did read it, like, right when it came out. Um, I also, this was an audiobook, so I did finish it in, like, a couple days, but I've, I love the way she reads the book. She actually, um, it's very rare that authors read their own book, but I feel like the way that she told the story, the way she narrated it, as well as wrote it, um, I love her writing so much. Um, and it does tell the story of eating disorders, coping with, you know, stresses, how much um, being a child actor can affect your mental health. And I thought it was really good because she also sort of um, introduced, there was a lot of comedy while it, eating disorders are like a really severe topic. I thought that she incorporated a lot of humor into the book and I don't know if it's like she uses it as a coping mechanism but it did lighten the story and the subject as a whole. It is another memoir and I gave that a five out of five from the get-go because you know it's a really good book. Um, yeah. Okay so my fifth book was like one of the best books I've read um, this month. So, um, I read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, um... By Holly Jackson. Yeah. Um, I, I have the physical book, but I read it as an audiobook because, um, I got the physical book after I got the audiobook. She actually got the entire series. Yeah. I, I'm gonna talk about that, but anyways... You can talk about it right now. Oh, the, the whole... Yeah. Okay. So, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Basically, this girl has a school project, and she wants to solve a murder, and that happened, like, five years ago, um... So, someone was framed for a murder, and she wants to help them out, I guess, but 
he was already the murderer the so-called murderer was murdered by another person but it's framed as like a suicide but anyways this book had a lot of plot twists and it was actually really good and i didn't hate the characters so yeah it was yeah it, it was a pretty good book um i gave it a four out of five because i don't know it it wasn't a five but it, yeah <laughs> okay next book Okay, next one in the series is Good Girl, Bad Blood by Holly Jackson, obviously. So, um, this one... Oh, also, I, um, the main characters are Pip and Ravi, Ravi. And, yeah, they end up getting together because Ravi's brother was, um, sort of the framed murderer. Yeah. Um, so they sort of team up and solve the crime together. And then they end up dating in, like, the epilogue. So. Right. Okay, Anyways, Good Girl, Bad Blood. Um, I... I rate it a four as, like, an independent book because, um, I don't know, it kind of felt like a repeat of the first because it was the same thing, just different characters, but the last, like, 20 pages was insane because there's, like, okay, how am I going to say this? So, there's this little catfisher that ends up murdering someone at the end of the book, and it's actually insane, um, but, I don't know, I got bored like during a lot of the book but the end was crazy um i i i gave this a four because if i hadn't read a good girl's got to murder i i would have liked this book but i don't know man it it wasn't it kind of had the same plot so <laughs> anyways okay the last book okay i'm not finished with this yet i have like like a hundred more pages or something so yeah it's called as good as dead and girl, I think this is going to be my five-star read because I actually love this book so much. But, but, I would only recommend it if you've read the first two. Okay. So, I don't know. Also, one more thing I want to add is that, like, um, I track my books on Goodreads. It's like, I don't know who owns the company, but it's like, I track my books and my progress on that. Um, and me and Viva make these, like, mini books they're like really hard to they're explain like, but i use them i think they know what we're talking about because a lot of people do it like we oh. make little printouts of it yeah because me and viva don't really get a lot of regular physical books so we use these as like markers to, like, track, our to track our progress um and so basically on goodreads the covers are completely outdated but i love the covers because you can tell a good girl's guide to murder the main color is gray and then it gets a little darker you get into red and then the last book is black and i love how it sort of progresses down like the colors yeah and they are all cohesive like you can tell they're a trilogy like they all go together yeah. and as good as dead um on the point of reading the whole series before you read this book i mean I wouldn't say that you had to. Like, you could obviously read it as an independent book, but I don't think it would, like, hit the same. Like, I I think you should read the, the you know, the ones before. But, yeah. Okay, so I have two more books. How many more do you have? Let me check. Okay. I have four. <laughs> four more? Yeah. Okay, so I have... Um, also, I wanted to give, like, an honorable mention because I haven't finished reading the book it's actually taking a lot longer because it's a physical book but it's called um they called us exceptional by prachi gupta and it too is a memoir i think it's not one of the best i've read compared to um i'm glad my mom died and crying in h mart i honestly think it's like a three and a half maybe um just because 
I ex I went in with super high expectations because from the cover you can tell she's Indian, you can tell that she was born in America, so I thought that we would have really similar experiences, but I realized that I had more connections with Crying in H-Mart in comparison to this one, so it kind of did, it was kind of underwhelming on my part, um, but basically she talks about all the abuse and the stuff that she went through as an Indian living in um, America. She talks about how she felt ashamed about her culture and some of the things she talked about I had like completely opposing views and that's okay it's just since we didn't we weren't on the same frequencies in terms of our beliefs and opinions I don't think it struck me as interesting as I thought it would be um I'm like one third of the way done. I'm 37% done. Um, and I do plan on talking more about it in mo next month's episode just so because. It's an ebook. Yeah. You said physical book. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but basically, I plan on talking about it more when I finish it because right now, I, as of right now, I'd rate it a three out of five. Um, but I wanted to talk about that just because it. I have been reading it for a really long time, but I haven't been progressing very much. Wait, was that your last book? No, that was my honorable mention. Oh. Okay, so my next book I read was Light Lark by Alex Astor, and I just want to say she has a really cool name. I don't know if it's like a pen name, but Alex Astor, that's crazy. Anyways, so um, I read the first book in the series. It's Light Lark and Nightbane. So Light Lark, it's basically... I don't know it's kind of like a spinoff of like the hunger games basically so there's this little island that appears every like 100 years or something they have to break these little curses um i gave it like a four or like Wait, a three and do a you half. know where the title comes from no oh but um i don't know it was pretty good it's just okay she i, I don't even know i like the book it was pretty creative Except it's literally a ripoff of the Hunger Games, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. <laughs> I read it as an audio book, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so I too read an audiobook. It's called How Not to Drown in a Glass of Water, and it's by Angie Cruz. And I thought it was a very interesting book. Um, it was a psychological thriller or like a mis. I think it was, like, fiction, but it was very different from all the other fictions because um, it sort of... Okay, so it was set up as a 50-something-year-old woman. She was living in New York, and she desperately needed to find a job. So she would go to these career counseling meetings. There were 12 of them in total, 12 chapters. Um, and every time, you couldn't hear the actual counselor, but you could understand that she was present, she or he, they were present in the room. Um, but she would just, the narrator, she would have these conversations with the counselor, um, and she's very talkative. The main character, I forgot her name, um, but she was extremely talkative. She would talk, um, and the conversations would go off the rails, which is how us as the reader could understand what her life was like, where she came from, um, and she is of, I think she has like Latin American heritage, but she was talking about how she helped around with kids. She's really intelligent. She has great organizational skills, but it was very... I don't know, it was a book that I've never, I've never read a book quite like it, um, and that's why I gave it a 4 out of 5. It's called How Not to Drown in a Glass of Water, and I think it was a really good book. Okay, so my last three books I read this year, I'm going to talk about together, because, um, 
they're a series. So I read the Twisted series, except for Twisted Lies, because I couldn't get my hands on the audiobook. But yeah, okay. So unpopular opinion, but I think that the Twisted series was really overrated. Um, <laughs> I haven't I, read them, but okay. Let me see what I rated them. I rated um the first book, Twisted Love, a two out of five. Um, it was okay. I think it's just because I don't really like like Grumpy X Sunshines because um usually the Grumpies are always just like like mean people okay i kind of have like a counter argument to this i didn't read the love hypothesis because that's the same trope it's the grumpy ex sunshine but it's so good you should i know it's just twisted the twisted series i don't know some people think that it's like a lot of people think that it's really good but i personally i don't i don't think so because okay the first okay twisted love um that's the first book in the series and i rated it a two because i didn't really like the characters except amy she's the main character she was really nice but the rest of them pissed me off um (laughs) uh so i don't actually remember a lot about this book because i didn't really like it also i read this entire series in one week because of the audiobooks because i had like a lot to do so anyways um yeah uh i don't really have much about to say about this book because i kind of forgot what it was about (laughs) but she has a billionaire boyfriend that's all i remember Anyways, then Twisted Games. This is the one that a lot of people really like, and I also rated it a two because, I don't know, it was, okay, so one of her friends, the Twisted series, like, switches, like, um, POVs in, like, each different book is one of Amy's friends and their love life. Twisted Games is about her friend Bridget, and she is a queen, like, an actual queen that, like, rules the world and stuff i guess um and so she has a bodyguard and then they end up like falling in love and stuff but her bodyguard is really mean so i don't really know why she likes her uh or likes him or whatever but yeah it was kind of the same as twisted love not really i just i just don't like grumpy (laughs) okay twisted hate i actually i gave this a three because I, I kind of liked it. It was um, an enemies to lovers. Um, instead of having, like, really cool boyfriends, we just have Josh. Um, this is Amy's sister. Or, sister, what? Brother. That's what I meant. And her best friend, Jules, and Josh, they hate each other. And that's what the book's about. And then it's an enemies to lovers. They end up liking each other, I guess. I liked the characters a lot more. And I don't know, they had a lot more chemistry than the rest of the people did. So, I don't know, I like this book more. I gave it a three. And yeah. Okay, so, um, my second to last read was The Happy Place by Emily Henry. And it was a really good audiobook. I read it online, obviously. And I originally started, I read Emily Henry when she wrote The Beach Read. I read that last summer, um, and that was a really good book. It was about next-door neighbors, but this book was kind of good. It it was, like, about a friend group who associated this one sort of beach house or something as their happy place, and the main character and her boyfriend, they were married. Well, they were married, but then they got divorced. Or, I don't know, they broke off an engagement. Yeah, I think that's what but it was. But they, like, pretended to be married. But like... Right, right. So, I really liked the book. Um, So, I'd give it a four. Do you think it was worth the hype? I do think it was. Okay. But the beach read, 
I think the beach read was really, really overhyped. Like, mm-hmm. Happy Place is kind of like an underrated read, honestly. Like, no, people didn't... a lot of people really? give it five stars, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I read, like, 2% of the audiobook, and then I stopped, but I got the audiobook again, so I'm probably going to read that in February. Yeah, but I really like The Happy Place. Viva, do you have any more books? No, I finished all of mine. Okay, Most perfect. Mine trilogies. So I have one last book. The last book, I finished this like two days ago. Um, it's called Romantic Comedy by Chris S- Curtis Sittenfield. Um, yeah, so it was a really good book. It was... I didn't really know what to expect going in. I honestly found it at my library, and I was like, oh, this looks like a good book. Um, so I picked it up. I took it home. It was really, really good. And normally, I don't finish physical books in, like, a couple days, but I finished this in two days. Um, and I did get behind in chemistry, but I think it was worth it. Basically, it is about the main character, who is a screenwriter. She is, like, on this big TV show, and she reconnects with one of her former colleagues um who's also like a major music artist and i really like it because it combines real life events with like obviously the story's plot like it takes the covid pandemic into account and i don't know when the book was read but normally people who like bring up pandemics and like things like masks and the toilet paper scandal not scandal the crisis they were like it's it's normally very cringy, but I really like the way that the author used the pandemic as, like, a ways to sort of strengthen their romantic connection. It was like, yeah, she loves him so much that she would drive two days just to see him, and he's a celebrity, and he's letting her into his house. It was like, I love the way that she used the time period and current events to make the romance more, I don't know, better. So, yeah, that was my last read. Okay, so just a little recap. My worst book... Okay, The Fault in Our Stars was my worst book, but if we're talking about <laughs> books I actually completed, um, Twisted Love was probably the worst book I read. It's not a bad book, it's just I read better books, so yeah. And my best book I read is either The Do-Over or A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Yeah, my least favorite book, I think... I really didn't have a least favorite book, but Icebreaker was, like, the bottom two. But it's really hard because I think all the books I read this month were really, really good. I didn't expect them all to be that good. Um, And I think that the best book was, if I'm not counting rereads, because I think nothing can beat I'm Glad My Mom Died in terms of, like, books, I think that Romantic Comedy was up there and Better Than the Movies was actually... It was up there, too, so I think one of the two. Um, Viva, do you have any TBR books? Uh, yes, I have five. <laughs> okay. okay, so like, what? Okay, so my physical TBR. Okay, let me get to my physical TBR and then my audiobook TBR. Okay. Okay, so my physical TBR. I had the entire Knock em Out um, trilogy. I bought all the books. Who's that by? I don't know, man. Oh. <laughs> I forgot, but yeah. Um, they're pretty well-known books, I guess. And then I have um, Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. I'm so excited for that book um, because a lot of people say that it gets you out of a reading slip and I get in a reading slip. Christina slump, like, Lauren also wrote The Unhoneymoon. I don't know if Viva said this before. Yeah, I did. But, uh, okay. Okay, anyways. And then the last book on my physical TBR is The Thing We Left Unfinished. It I don't know who's by, y'all, but it, it's the little mailbox book, you know? No. Oh, well, the cover has a mailbox <laughs> on it with like a bunch of envelopes falling out. Is that it? Oh, my audiobook TBR. Okay, so, um, these are, like, the audiobooks that I have, like, holds on, but, like, are coming pretty soon. Okay, 
I have Happy Place by Emily Henry because I DNF'd this book because, I don't know, I didn't, I don't know, I only listened to like a per, like 1% of it, so I don't know mm-hmm. why I DNF'd it, but I'm getting it again. Um, then The Love Hy- Hypothesis because Mather really likes this book and she wanted me to read it. Yeah. Um, I might reread it too. <laughs> then Check and Mate because the cover's cute. Who is that by? Uh... Allie Hazelwood. Allie Hazelwood wrote The Love Hypothesis and Love Theoretically, too. Oh. You're reading all her yeah, books. Yeah, and I'm also getting Love Theoretically. Girl. Um, and then I'm getting Wildfire. I actually don't want to anymore, because it was by the same person by Icebreaker, but it's okay. I'll read it and hope it's not bad. Okay, and then I'm really excited for um The Seven Year Slip, because a lot of people like it, and let's hope I like it, too. Okay, so for me, I... Okay, so I read Love oh, and Love. and as good as um Dead. Yeah, I'm you don't. Right but anyways. So, um, I do want to finish They Called Us Exceptional because it is a good book. I just need to find more time. Um, in terms of physical books, I do want to reread Love and Luck because I think I've, I've got it from the library, but I haven't, like, read it. I did renew it a couple days, though, so, um, yeah. And in terms of audiobooks, I, um... Funny You Should Ask has been a book that I've wanted to read for ages. It's by Alyssa Suzman, and I think it's going to be really good. Um, a lot of people have been, like, a lot of people that I trust have said it's a good book. Um, I also was recommended All My Rage by Sabah Tahir. Um, I don't really know. I'm going into all these books with, like, no prior knowledge. It's just recommendations and covers that look cute. And it's like I'm completely going, like... I'm contradicting my own ideals because I was literally dissing Viva for looking at cute covers and like not reading the insides. But it's like some covers are so cute. You like have to read them. one of the one of my examples is Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis, and I don't know what the book is about. I haven't read like any summaries, any synopsis, but it does look like a really cute book. Um, so that's that. I also know that Britney Spears wrote a memoir called The The Woman in Me, and I want to read that too. Um, yeah, so those are the books that I hope to read in February, but obviously, we never know. So, yeah. Is that it, Viva? Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so this video was pretty lengthy, so thank you guys for staying till the end. Make sure to rate this show and follow us at a penny for your thoughts dot show. And hopefully you end up checking out Audible at www.audibletrial.com slash APFYT. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.